Theory. As always, I am your host, Ryan Angley, joined, as always, by co-host Todd McGowan. Todd, how you doing, buddy? Good, Ryan. Good to talk to you today. Good to talk to you today. And we are going to enjoy ourselves today, aren't we? We are. We are. We have to... <laughs> yeah. Can that you is, enjoy talking about enjoyment? That's the question. That's the question. Yeah, that's right. We're going to deal exclusively with that question. We're not going to explain any of the terms. We're just going to go right into that. No. So what we are talking, we've, this has been a, um, a multiple uh, request, uh, going back actually a long time. Long um, time. Yeah, we've uh, done um, episodes on uh, like like left enjoyment, which is a, a thing that might come up in this episode, um, A you know, an enjoyment proper to the politics of, uh, of the left. Um, but we have- We did a thing on politics, we did, political yeah. enjoyment, right? Political enjoyment. Yeah, yeah. And, and not on uh, jouissance. Which um, I don't know how you're going to title this, so that'll be fun to, for me to for me to see later if you're going to. But go, we are going to freely translate that term as enjoyment, which is already controversial. It's already right? an we argument. Say, yeah, yeah, we should already say that. Yeah, um, I think it's um, now finally available uh, in uh, in English. The biggest proponent, uh, Nestor Brownstein. Um, the book is just titled uh, Jouissance. Um, yep. From uh, it's available SUNY uh, SUNY Publishing. Um, and but originally published, what was it in Spanish in 1990? Spanish in 1990, yes, so 1990. It's 30 years old, yeah, yeah. 31 years old. Yeah. It, yeah. And then, but it became a big hit in French too. Uh, so, and it went through several editions in French, and he changed it as it as it went along. But he he went again on this diatribe. Even it's in the Cambridge Companion to Lacan. He has a little mm-hmm. article in there where he says you should never translate jouissance as enjoyment. So okay. he's gonna he's really our 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 enemy. I mean, not that the book <laughs> not is in good. A, not in a negative, like not in a negative way, yeah. just on this question of translation. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so both of us, I think are, we feel like we don't want to fetishize the French and just say jouissance, jouissance, jouissance. So we want to just think that what the things that we mean by jouissance, we can mean by enjoyment. Yeah. And I think that, that I, I guess, um, <laughs> this is a this is a classic. It can be two things, uh, sort of situation, which is I don't think that to translate it into the English or into another language means that it's uh, also means that it supplants and uh, and and in some ways mitigates the like the meaning in the in in the original. So like like I, I so we're gonna try to try to build that. Um, but right, I do. Right. But I, so yeah, yeah. I think the key isn't the reason why Brownstein thinks this is because there are two things. I think that jouissance when it's said. For a French speaker, the idea of orgasm is, you, that's the first thing you think of. So that's yeah. number one. It's there in the language, I think. In that, the language That, that, that des- deserves explanation a little bit. And yeah. for us, if you say enjoyment, I don't think, oh, I just, I just had, no, I just only, you know, I could, <laughs> I think of other kinds of things when I think <laughs> of enjoyment. So that's one. And then two is that there's this French idea in, in French law of the jouissance use of something. So you have mm-hmm. the, the it's, it's like you have the right to use something, even if you don't own it. And I, I was, I was saying to you beforehand that, that, that it, it's a little bit like the, the way in Vermont, the state has bought up some of the land so that it doesn't get developed. And so mm-hmm. the state has the jouissance rights, the rights to develop it, but someone else still owns it. So you st- mm-hmm. it's still your property, but you can't build a shopping mall there because right. the state has the jouissance rights to it. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, that's a really nice sort of, uh, that's a nice uh, dis- distinction. Uh, so it, it's, it's kind of, um, and th- I mean, there's maybe, uh, maybe worth coming back to this a- example as we go later, but it's sort of like the, um, so the state, perhaps the state gets to um, enjoy the, the land, but you get to right. have it. 
Right. Yeah. Right. And, you know, that there's this, and I think it's important. I think that example is actually pretty good, right? Because isn't there this? I think for Lacan, there's this difference between what he calls the service of goods uh, mm-hmm. and enjoyment, right? So, mm-hmm, so there's mm-hmm. a way in which having that property and owning something. He even said this is developed in Seminar Seven, I think, where he says if you if you defend your property against someone else enjoying it, mm-hmm. you're actually defending yourself from enjoying it. So mm-hmm. any defense of property rights, he thinks, is a defense against jouissance or enjoyment. Mm, that's excellent. So how we're going to structure this um, is be, uh, it's hard. We normally like to, as, as be, uh, if we can, uh, you know, we like to try to define a thing in the beginning and then show how it uh show how it works, where it came from, give like a little bit of, bit of chronology and then kind of like work the idea through uh, together um, and to look at maybe some like, you know, consequences of the idea. But uh, it's hard to do that with uh, jouissance. So um, strap yourself in for a little bit of a ride. Um, our guiding light, and this would maybe be helpful for people to read um, after the podcast, we, we have a little bit of, I think we're going to get into some some disagreement with uh, Jacques-Alain Miller on uh, on how he, or what he, I guess, how he periodizes. Yeah, he, exactly. And, and, and sort of some of the things that he privileges, but like, there's a great, great essay, um, based on a talk for which you were, you were present at, you were present. Um, and the title, is it six paradigms? I think it's just the paradigms. There are six of them, but the title is just paradigms of jouissance. Okay. Yes. And that, um, was published in Lacanian Inc. It should be available. I don't know. How I think exclusive. you can find it. Yeah. 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 I don't know how exclusive that is, uh, for, for people. So that's kind of, um, we're going to be working through as, as Miller does, we're going to be working through chronologically, like the development of this term, but contra Miller, just to put this in the beginning, something that, um, we said in the last episode, I think we've, we've said, and we've been kind of consistent on this is, uh, like throughout the podcast is that, um, we don't, uh, we don't see a, uh, like a chronology of an idea's development as a progression necessarily. Um, and that's something that, uh, Miller does in this, in this essay. And it makes sense the way that he lays it out. It makes complete sense. But one gets the sense in reading, uh, his essay that, which we're going to reference throughout this, uh, that the final, notion of jouissance that uh, Lacan gets to, which is the jouissance of the non-relation in Seminar 20, that that's like the ultimate. Definitive. Yeah, it's the definitive, definitive winner. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think, um, as I like to say about um, the, 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 the person who uh, first brought uh, signifier, sign, and, uh, and signify to our attention, uh, we're not so sure. So we're going to uh, kind of push a little bit about, about that. Um, throughout this. And, and we should process. say that a lot of people that we know and, and are friendly with are not sure either, right? Like there's mm-hmm. a, there's a, I mean, the, I almost think on this question of what, where do you locate the the best statement of Jewish, of what jouissance is or what enjoyment is, I think it's, I think it's there's a radical divergence of yeah. opinion on this question. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree. And some of it too um, is unfortunately, uh, locked behind uh, translation. We're going to get to this, but um, what is it? Seminar 16 has the uh, surplus. Right. Right. I think, right. I, I, and in fact, I think that that's the, we'll talk about this later as we go through the the chronology, but right. So if you don't have access to seminar 16 is, which is from an other big other to, to the other, to the little other, Mm -hmm. if you don't have that, 
you know, available to you. I think you're, you kind of miss this idea of surplus jouissance, which is, mm. which it's interesting that Molière doesn't really talk about yeah, that. Yeah, it's true. At, at, at all. I mean, and, and not, Ryan, I thought you made a good point to me that he almost takes the seminars that he's brought out first oh, yeah. as the ones that are the key signposts <laughs> to how to find, trace the development of, of this concept of jouissance. It's, so it's, it, it's, it is it's not accidental really, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, no, it is. It's true. I mean, where just to give a little bit, if you if you don't have Malaire's essay in front of you, what and I mean, and then we can start with the trajectory. What um, Malaire does is in moving through these different paradigms. Uh, he he talks through uh, the first three seminars, and then he talks about seven, uh, and then eleven, then seventeen, and then twenty. And uh, wouldn't you know it, <laughs> those are the seminars that um, Malaire first uh, edited and had published through Norton. So it's a little like I, I don't I don't want to say that that's like self-serving, but it, it's I mean, I don't know. It's, well, first through Soy, right? First in France through Soy and then and then through and then those were the first those were also the first published in French. So it's not just. They were the first translated, right? Like, if we're being fair, if we're being fair, he could. He, the other reason to do that is just those are the ones that are that are available. So, but also, he since he had a chief role in that, it's a little, I, it's a little, right, yeah, right, a little I, right. No, it's 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 <laughs> tendentious, right? Like, yeah. I think, but I I think it does show why he picked the ones that he picked because he thought that those that you could see this trajectory in those, and mm-hmm. that you couldn't see, and the other ones weren't as necessary because, the, you know what. How Lacan thinks of jouissance is is crucial. I think Malaire believes, mm. and I think um, I think we believe where you position yourself on on jouissance is, is pretty important uh, right. to what you what you think through uh, Lacan um, as and his intervention into psychoanalysis. So, with that uh, introduction, a little 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 general sense of the the, the shape of the episode and you know what we're uh, what what's what's at stake here. Uh, let's start. Where does this appear? Because I think. It's not the case that jouissance is not. I'm not, not going to frame that as a question. Jouissance is not immediate in the seminars. He doesn't. No, it's he does not. Does, right. He does not. So, yes. the, so the first four seminars, there's no mention of jouissance. So it's really fo- those early seminars are really focused on desire mm-hmm. as the fundamental question. So this is mid, early to mid 50s, mm-hmm. right? And then it's, and then in seminar five, you get a little bit. It's like and and but jouissance there is. And this, I don't think, is bad. Is is enjoyment? The, we enjoy our desire. So there's a jouissance mm-hmm. of our desires, a enjoyment in desiring. And right. then I think, and that's it's how. Real, just to be really quick, that's how that's yeah. how Malaire talks about it in the beginning of right. his essay is is through desire because desire is in the early seminars and jouissance is not. Just in case anyone's right. question was, how does he talk the, about it if it's not there? Yeah. Right. And the other thing, like he does, there are these two early understandings of of jouissance for Malaire that are that are almost not there for Lacan. But the main idea is that jouissance is an imaginary jouissance that we can mm-hmm. never get. Like mm-hmm. jouissance mm-hmm. is impossible and imaginary and just right. a lure. Mm-hmm. And I think, I do think that's there, although I think, and so, I, and I actually think that that idea never changes for Lacan. Like the idea of a, a full or a complete or a perfect jouissance mm-hmm. is always for him a lure that's imaginary because the own, the jouissance of the real is always partial. I think that mm-hmm. that, I, I think that, the, so it's interesting that Malaire locates that idea in the early Lacan, but I, I don't see how that changes from, mm-hmm. from A to Z. Like I think that mm-hmm. idea is just straight through, straight down the line in Lacan's thought. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, we'll justify that McGowan. 
Show, show me. <laughs> well, okay. So I think that the whole, the notion, like, so let's take toward the end, right? Mm-hmm. So, so seminar 20, mm-hmm. there's, there's this notion of feminine Jewish, like that. I think that's maybe the closest uh, Lacan gets to some notion of a, the, the, his ideal of what enjoyment would be, right? Mm-hmm. Like he talks about Bernini's St. Teresa and the, the, you can see the statue, that the, that the point of the statue is that she's coming, she's enjoying. Mm-hmm. And, and, and yet there's still the sense of she's, it's the enjoyment of the not all, right? Mm-hmm. Like that, mm-hmm. I think that, like that's the whole point is yeah. that he identifies feminine enjoyment with the not all mm-hmm. and masculine enjoyment has this, or phallic enjoyment has this illusion of the all, but he clearly says that that position of the all is phantasmatic, right? So mm-hmm. there's no way to get it. So I, that's why I think from from early on, when he talks about you know this like perfection in the mirror, that's the illusion of the imaginary enjoyment. Mm-hmm. And then in the end, there's the idea of the all on the masculine side that's illusory still. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what I would say. That's where I think from A to Z, from mirror stage to seminar 20, we see this consistent idea that full, whole, all, enjoyment of the all, that's illusory, that's imaginary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that's great. Um, and I think, yeah, for for whatever reason, the, uh, well, uh, Malaire picks like different, I think by, by kind of consigning that to just the early, like that gets, that dimension is like, is cut out of being, of being later. Um, right, right. And so, uh, okay, so starting, so you just to, to get back on our on our chronology track. So he begins to talk about it in five, and five. it is. Um, I think this is going to be a bit of a watchword for the the rest of the the conceptions of jouissance is access, and right. and the the early notion is it's this it's inaccessible, and right. that right. changes. Do we want to go to seven next? Yeah, because I think the, the I think you're right. Like I think in seminar seven, the ethics of psychoanalysis. That's the main. I almost think that the early when he's early on talking about it, he hasn't really fully conceptualized enjoyment or jouissance yet. It's only mm-hmm. in seminar seven that he does fully. And there, you're right. It's about how do you access that? He thinks the point is that we actually can access mm-hmm. jouissance, mm-hmm. and that I think Antigone, who's the hero of that seminar is a figure who accesses jouissance and she does it through transgression. And, you know, he's very clear. It's interesting. Like he's very clear about how the role, like he even says that without a transgression, there is no access to jouissance. That's just, mm-hmm. he's just straightforward. That's, right? a, that's so, a quote. That's page 177. <laughs> okay. So I, I didn't even know I was quoting it, but yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. I, that, that's exactly right. And then, mm-hmm. then he on down from there, doesn't mm-hmm. he say something like prohibition, if, if you lose jouissance, prohibition is something like the all-terrain vehicle to get you back to it because mm-hmm. it allows, it sets up a position that you can transgress. Mm-hmm. So I think this notion of jouissance, so that's our first definition, right. I think, of it, after the imaginary, which is illusory, of the mm-hmm. full, like I, I, enjoyment as full means like I'm overcome lack, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so here the idea is that I enjoy through transgressing primarily the law, mm-hmm. but I think the point is you can transgress that any kind of, that jouissance is located in any kind of transgression. Okay, let's play this out because I think, so the capital uh, terrorists, pretty good example here. 
right? Pretty good example, right? Yeah. Right. So this obviously what happened uh, last month, my God, <laughs> uh, in the in the U.S. Like, and and I and I think the the, the appropriate uh, thing to to note this is even even mainstream uh, sources noticed uh, noted this that like the, the guy who broke into Nancy Pelosi's office and put it, put his feet up on, on, on her desk. Like, I just, I remember seeing this, that like, look at their, they are enjoying this as like, as like this thing that was so obscene about it that like they, 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 there were no fear. They're, they're having the, they're, they're, they're just having fun. Now the conclusion, like, I think after that was how, um, I, I think the way people took it was like, uh, the the reason why that the, they looked like they were enjoying they didn't look like they were like fighting for rights that they, they felt like completely accepted like everything they were doing was totally okay because you know Trump told them to do it and it was, so like that was that ended up being the the conclusion and I think the um which that's I guess the 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 political point but the on the more psychoanalytic side on the like the the the, the jouissance point is that that um that enjoyment like further we need to like further um theorize that and and right. the and i guess it presents a little bit of a, a a bit of a question is that um trump the father did tell them to do it so where so why is it a why are they transgressing yeah exactly right right That's, right, yeah. right i mean well i mean they did feel, they, there were the cops there of and course some of the cops got killed so yeah, but but you're i think cops, your point yes. is a really your point is a really good one that they're Nonetheless, they were ordered to by the fa- the symbolic father, right? Yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. So that does. If if you're if you're only seeing interpreting jouissance as transgression, then I think that it, it does kind of create a little problem there, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. like there 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 is a kind of, and I think part of the jouissance they felt was the jouissance of obedience mm. to the father figure, yeah. right? Like I'm really I'm. I mean, we've all felt this, right? Like I, I, I'm doing exactly what my father wants me to be doing. Yeah. Right? Like I, I, I felt or that some when I figure was, or you know, like yeah, whoever, like your teacher. Right, right. It doesn't. It whoever. doesn't have to be. Right. Your, yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. Right. I yeah. meant father, symbolic father. Right. Oh right. yeah. Of course. Yeah. 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 But but I think that that's I think that's yeah that's so so I think everybody's felt that and so that it's interesting. Does that fit in? I don't know that you can fit that in in this early conception. Mm-hmm. Of how jouissance functions, although I, I do think it's interesting, you could also interpret this more. I think people have seen it as a leftist event mm-hmm. of 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 the buying GameStop. Oh yes, and and driving that stock well th- price up, right? That, like that. I mean, that's my position. I, I think your position is it's a leftist event, right? I, I think that's um, left left enjoyment, oh, like a thousand right, percent. Right, right, yeah. mm-hmm. right. But but what's interesting is I think you could also read that as an enjoyment of transgression, right? Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. there's a certain, if it's not a law, it's a certain kind of rule, cultural more established, or just even a, 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 a dominant within mm-hmm. the, within market economics, right? The way mm-hmm. in which trading works and they were, and they transgressed that. Mm-hmm. So, so I think that you could read this this idea of transgression and, and and thinking of enjoyment as the as transgression, you I think it you can read both of those events in those terms. Yeah, definitely, and and I think the uh, the I mean to to go back to the um to the uh, capital uh, is I think it is it is normally referred to now as the capital riot, which is right. un- unfortunate. Um, yeah. but uh, that um that event, I mean, there is the thing where like. 
there is the rule, there is the, the, the law of the father, which is very, very interesting because, and, and I think this, this contrasts a little bit, the two, the two things that we were just talking about, the, the, the GameStop thing, the, uh, the, the Trump ordered thing because it, and, and, and Antigone. So that I put these three things together is I think okay. Lacan is, uh, is adamant that where Antigone transgresses in seven is that she, I mean, she does transgress Creon's law, right? Right. Like, like, right. like so that's, so she's transgressing the, the father's law. Now in what the, the Trump terrorists did is they acceded to his wishes. The law they transgressed is the literal law. So right. that they, so they o- obeyed um, the, the, the father's law. So I think, um, I, I mean, you know that I don't, I don't often like to, to do this, like to separate like the, like, oh, well the right wing fascistic thing that's bad. And that's not an example of the theoretical idea, but the good right, thing right, that I support right, right, is right. I don't, you know, I don't like playing that, but I do think, I do think structurally that that is important to, to hold on to is that it's the, the father telling you giving complete, you know, Slavoj talks about this all the time about the permissive father, right? right. Like, like, and, and how that affects um, how we think about enjoyment in Jerusalem. So I think that dimension Agreed. to it, where it was being ordered, maybe puts it outside. And that what we saw is people in a, in a common sense in, enjoying themselves, but not in this like psychoanalytic. Oh, uh, interesting. It, you, you could make that argument, right? I, I think. You I mean, can, yeah, with that, and I think that's what just just to finish the thing about yeah, yeah. with GameStop is that with the with the GameStop thing is that like. This is, it's actually more, no actual laws, it's separate from what happened at the Capitol and what Antigone does. No actual laws were broken, but it's kind of, it was more a rule. And I think that that, that might be even uh, a, a, a even greater potential for jouissance. Is It's the rule that you peons do not get to act like, a hedge fund. Right. You you do right. not get to come. You do not get to collectivize when you are a retail investor. You have to stay individual, and you you take what the market gives you. Whereas the uh, people who have a lot of money, they get to manipulate the market, and you have to you have to to take that. So what's actually broken is I think the the, uh, the rule of the father there. So that that's why that's why I think that's more uh, more on the side of Antigone. And, and yeah, kind I get of you. left I get enjoyment. You. So yeah, anyway, that's that's my, my little, Yeah, I mean the only thing, thing that. is that Antigone does explicitly say that she's obeying the unwritten rule of the gods. Yeah, right? that's the a unwritten good point. law of the gods, right? So so there is this like there is also this dimension of obedience to Antigone. That's true. That I think Lacan just he, he just he just doesn't talk about, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, that's funny. There's just no there's just really no stress on that. And I think I mean, I guess what he should have written about GameStop. I mean, then it would <laughs> right. It's a better example for what he wants to. If he wants to try to say that transgression is always radical, right? And I think, yeah. mm-hmm. I think he does here. And I think, I guess, to me, that's really the problem of this seminar seven definition. That I think mm. it, it's a very, I find it a very limiting idea of enjoyment. Like if if, mm-hmm. if enjoyment only, or I guess limiting is maybe the the wrong word, but it, it, I almost think it's like a childish definition. Ah, of interesting. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I see the point. You know, like that, like, oh, my parent says I can't have that thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go have it. You know, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's it's like a, and, and the fact that Bataille, Georges Bataille was influential 
I mean, one of the one of the more like a figure who just apotheosizes idiotic rebellions. Like he he yeah. he he like let it be known that he had participated in a human sacrifice. Of course, he he didn't. But you know, and like all this kind of like wild like go beyond what bourgeois society will allow, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. I just find that infantile. And I think that, that I think, look, and this is Slavoj's position, I think, too, that Lacan was seduced by Bataille in mm-hmm. Seminar 7 to, 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 to identify Jouissance solely with transgression. And I think, I don't know, I just find that, like I said, infantile. And then ultimately, I guess I do think it's limiting in an mm. important way. Interesting. I mean, I think that, for me, it's um, what's helpful, or I think what's um, what's in the the the, ga- the GameStop example is that that is not in the Antigone example. Is it's a, a collective um, formation against against a rule, and I think that all the news coverage wants to you know what they want to do is they want to they want to to make uh these retail investors seem like they're children and they just don't understand the market and it's going to crash and you know what they're not going to have money and then who are they going to come crying to Mm -hmm. like that's like the whole tone of like everything about this yeah but i think what that misses of course is the thing that i will that i'm insistent on here is that 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 like that collective um dimension to it and i think that the where the jouissance is and like like this is like the, the the rallying cry from that subreddit is hold the line like you like like right. and and they keep and they keep posting about like um how like when you bought the stock at uh i just saw this meme that someone made like you when you buy the stock at th- at uh 300 and then it goes down to 69 and you're like hey great because it's 69 and it's like like okay yeah there's that like childish joke in there but yeah. what but in that thing in in that in that meme and and you you see this in different places without without a a kind of like joke like that is that it actually means something to hold on to it after you've taken like incredible losses as as a group and i think that so i i think where where something as transgression is childish is if it's at that level of the individual i think it kind of moves past that if it's as a group, but that's not, right, that's, but, that, but that's then, me but saying then, that. That's not Lacan. Lacan no, I know, that. but I yeah. still think you, I, I don't think the problem is obviated in that. Then the problem to me is that you're, if, if as long as you locate jouissance with transgression, then mm. you, you always needs, you always need a creon. Yeah, you always yeah, yeah. need someone to play the heavy. And in this case, okay, it's the regular investment traders, right? Mm. Or who, who investment bankers, like whoever, like somebody, mm. but somebody needs to play the heavy in order for me to get off. Right, like that. So you think it's cynical, then? Well, yeah, I don't know. I guess I wouldn't. I, I, I didn't think cynical, but I get maybe. Mm-hmm. But I just think it, it relies. I'm always suspicious mm-hmm. of these positions that rely on someone else to do yeah, the, yeah. to be the bad guy. That mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. then and then I can transgress, right? And so I, I guess any time I think of this jouissance's transgression, I think there has to be a creon. And yeah. Why? And and if I need creon, then. Mm-hmm. Creon is part. I have to think about the way in which I need Creon, and so that has to, that undermines my own mm-hmm. position. I think. Yeah, that's pretty good. I think that's a good. I think that's. I think that's a good. That's a good point to to move forward. So, how does Lacan resolve that? Well, so yeah, he just abandons this idea of Jewish transgression. Yeah. Although I should say that this is a little 
contested. So there mm-hmm. are people that that are in this universe, mm-hmm. Lacanian universe, that do really hold on to this idea of Jouissance's transgression. So that's so that and, and they they understand that he seems to say other things, but he never comes out and says, I was wrong, Jouissance is not mm-hmm. transgression. He never does that. So mm-hmm. so I think you can, you know, try to merge the things together. But I think that I think that there's a clear break and I think the break comes immediately after seminar seven, actually, as, as, <laughs> as, as you said to me one time, it's a hapax, right? Like it is oh, just, yeah. it, mm-hmm. it just, mm-hmm. it just, it's just stuck in the middle of his thought and it doesn't have much connection to what comes before and after. So or but it's I the think most it's, important seminar because, and we'll have to do another, we'll have to do a podcast on this. It's either hapax as in, it's just, he never returns to it. It's just this thing, or it's the most important thing. And right. that's like, who, you know, who, yeah. Right. I mean, people I really respect, I think, I think this is Mari's position, Mari Rudy, and I know that it's Rick Boothby's position. Yeah, so he said it on pe- this podcast. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. So, 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 yeah. I mean, so there are people that are really smart and probably you know know more what they're talking about than I do, <laughs> who think that. So I, 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 I have to accept that I'm probably wrong about this. But, but, but <laughs> I, I, I did. So the change really is articulated in, in Seminar Ten. So there he says the symptom is jouissance. That's seminar ten, uh, right? Okay. And and but what he's really getting at in ten and eleven is so ten is the anxiety seminar, eleven is four fundamental concepts of psychoanalysis. What he's really getting to is the notion of drive mm-hmm. and enjoyment as drive, so that we enjoy we enjoy what we're our failure, right? Like the mm-hmm. failure of drive, the failure to have the object, or the our the relation that we have to objet a. Is the is the form that our enjoyment takes? So, mm-hmm. so you might say he moves from access in seven mm-hmm. to relation in ten and eleven. That's very nice. Yeah, I like that a lot. I mean, I also, I mean, I also think too because I, I think it might be worth pushing the same example through all these different things. I think, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I think that's where that to me is the is the the most appealing thing about the um, the GameStop. And the AMC and like the, 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 the thing, the, the, the kind of the last example that I gave, which is that like people who are, they're enjoying the failure of the, of the stock to continue, like the whole, this, like, you know, there are people are buying, uh, billboards that say like the stock is going to the moon. Like we're, we're like, don't, don't sell until it hits like 3000 and stuff. And I guess it's never going to happen. And I and think everyone knows that, but they're, they're in it. Like at a certain point you, you, consciously or not like you're in it for the loss and that right. and and right. that that i think that's that's where th- that's the that's where the jouissance would be located now whether that constitutes a radical transgression i think that's a separate question but right but, and, uh, and, yeah. right right but isn't it also true in the case of the capital stormers like they didn't yeah. have did they yeah. really yeah, yeah. think they were going to take over the country no nice. like it's yeah. the i think it's precisely there too that the enjoyment is in this failed effort to to do something, right? Yeah. Like they didn't think they were really going to run. Did they have a plan for running the country? No, 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 no. Like but, they, they, they were staging a failed coup. Like that's what they were doing. I think that, yeah, my, I think my only check on that, and I wonder how, what you would, what you would do with this is that like, that's, that it happened at all. Like just that it happened at all is just an incredible success and, and, and validation, I think. So yeah, I, I think, yeah. I think that um, there's, I think there's a comfort in no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not accusing you of this, but I think there's a comfort in, in referring to it as a, as a failed coup attempt, 
when it, it like like I, it could really could not have gone better. I'd, I'd like like you because because you're right. There was no there was no plan. And I mean that, that's even like um, like Trump beforehand, right? Just like trying just just getting everyone like ready to just well, do w- whatever. Like the I, I think the uh, you the, think it couldn't have succeeded. I, no, no, no. Well, I'm, I, I think along with what you just said was that there wasn't a, there wasn't a plan. <laughs> like there wasn't one of those right. guys was like, okay, you're going to be secretary of state. And then someone's like, wait a minute. I don't think Tommy should be secretary of state. I think it should like that. That didn't happen. No, no, no one. There wasn't. Right. But I, I just would say, I think it's a, I, I think in this banana Republic that we live in, I think it's, <laughs> I mean, I think we should definitely apply that term to ourselves. The yeah. term that yeah, yeah. is used pejoratively by Americans to describe other countries, I think is mm-hmm. rightfully, it should be assigned to America. But mm-hmm. I think in this, like, I think there, there was absolutely a chance for success. I think, I think Trump, I think that the idea that he could have stayed in office, I, don't, mm-hmm. I think that it now seems through Noctreglikite, that it's yeah. impossible. But right. I, I I think it was very, very possible. It was on the actually. cards. Yeah, mm. I do. Well, you, I know, you don't think so? No, I don't. Well, no, I do. I mean, I think um, especially the, the like, the late, just not to get into the, like, the kind of the nitty-gritty, but I don't know, maybe it's interesting. It, not everybody knows, but the, the um, uh, there, who was that guy in Georgia who, um, planned basically to oust the secretary of state or change the, yeah, I don't know his name, but I know yeah, you know what I'm talking about. So like there, the, toward the absolute end, there were other, uh, um, ideas on, on overturning the, the election that could have worked. So I, th- I, th- I think I would put more in that than I, than in what happened at the Capitol, uh, the being, Capitol. being okay. delivering it. That's what, that's what I, that's what I, yeah, I hear you. I hear yeah. you. That, yeah. that would be, that'd be more, more, more my point. And, and I yeah. think for the people who are actually involved, um, the, like, like, and, and that, that, I guess this, this would be my, my, my thing on why the, this jouissance, I mean, just along with like, uh, following Lacan's point on this is that like, there, there is no jouissance with the success because then of, of like they, they, they okay, they, they storm the Capitol and immediately for a day they become the government. There's an incredible amount of responsibility in that. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. I think that yeah. mitigates the, the, uh, the, the enjoyment. Like I agree. Huge, and I yeah. think we'll get to this later, but I think later on he'll, he'll, he'll say that power and jouissance are opposed to each other. Yeah. And actually I think he does already in seminar seven when he has that great statement about what does, when Alexander or Hitler come to a city to conquer it, what do they say? Like, not break out in enjoyment, but keep on working. Don't let any, don't let there be an outbreak of, he says desire. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. But no, it, no, you kind nice. of could read that as an outbreak of enjoyment, right? Like mm-hmm. that, that there's an opposition. And then later on, he really, he, he delves into this, that power and enjoyment are actually opposed to each other. This is in 16 from Delotre. Uh, an outro. So, but but mm-hmm. let's 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 from another to another. But let's um let's stay with with uh, like let's, ten and eleven right mm-hmm. now, and because I think it's important. So enjoyment is identified in the drive, right, mm-hmm. and in in the re- the relation that you have to objet. Mm-hmm. And he says this really nice thing. I think he says in this is in fourteen, so it's right around that still that time. So fourteen is the logic of fantasy. And he says the objet ah is the refuge for the enjoyment that does not fall under the pleasure principle. So mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. he's already seeing this as a holder of enjoyment, whereas early in his thought, it's 
phallus is the signifier of enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Now it's objet a is this remainder of lost enjoyment, right? Like that, mm-hmm. that we, and so it's the access point that we have. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. I, that, that makes sense to me. And it makes sense to that, that follows in that period where right. he's right. moved. And I, I guess the, I, I don't think I had this. It makes sense to me now, but I, I hadn't thought about this as, as part of the movement before we started doing this. But when he, um, do you see that also mirroring the transition from dusting to Abjaya? Because it, it kind of, it has the structure of the same thing where, you know, where dusting raises an object to the, to the, to, to the dignity of the thing. Um, and, uh, enjoyment jouissance is transgressing, uh, yeah. you know, re- relies on transgressing some right. kind of external limit. Okay. Like, so where, what you do with dusting is like the limit of the object. You just like, you, you, you raise it, you raise it past, yeah. the, past yeah. the limit, the movement to, enjoyment and failure, uh, being, and like that also mirrors the movement to, uh, to, to object and, and like kind of like away from dusting where with, um, I know you're, you're, I know you're in the middle of writing something about this now, but like the, you, I don't know, one, would you say that with dusting, like the, the object is more, um, is more accessible and that, that makes sense that he's thinking about enjoyment in that way as well, whereas it kind of goes back and it moves toward like, yeah, well, what you're accessing is only a partial thing. Yeah. You, you can't have yeah. the thing at all. So anyway, yeah, yeah. Does, that, does that make sense to you? Yeah, yeah that's, I think that's absolutely right. It's a great formulation. I think mm-hmm. that's really great, yeah. Okay. That, that the, the, because the thing is the, is the holder of, 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 of a radical enjoyment, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. and, and whereas the objet is just this remnant mm-hmm. of enjoyment. And I think mm-hmm. that, yeah, I think that's perfectly put. Mm-hmm. It's perfectly put. And so, mm-hmm. and that is, you're right, the move from transgression to drive, really. And yes. seeing enjoyment, in, not in terms of transgression, but in terms of repetition mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. drive, I think is, I think that's really the move that he's making. And I think it's, you know, that, I think it's just really, that that's really what's, what's crucial for him. And then it's interesting because, so this is slightly, it's in the same time. It's in, so seminar 13 is the psychoanalytic object, the mm-hmm. object of psychoanalysis. Mm-hmm. And, and he says there that he, that he talks about master-slave. He comes back to this later in 16 too, but he says that the, in the master-slave dialectic, it's on the side of the slave that enjoyment remains. Mm-hmm. So isn't that interesting? That he, yeah. And I think this is part of the way he's opposing it to power, right? Like mm-hmm. the master... Mm-hmm. Because the master takes up power, they lose out on on jouissance, mm-hmm. right? Like that's mm-hmm. the kind of that's the kind of structure that he's he's starting to get at. I think. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, that that also. I mean, does does that not mirror one of the? Um, I think one of the common things that you hear about uh, that it it, it wasn't the the the, the de- Democrats and and you know liberals progressives that it wasn't that they couldn't accept that Trump won it was that Trump couldn't accept that Trump won <laughs> right you know because because you you lose enjoyment that way when you gain power I don't know I think it's sort of it's it's interesting um I so this movement I think this is this is uh is intriguing to me because it kind of goes from it moves from like dusting and jouissance's transgression that's kind of enjoyment as a singular act toward right. it as a 
repetitive act. Repetitive and that might be, act, right, and that might be, right. an, that might be another thing that separates the 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 the, the, the Capitol riot from the GameStop thing, right? Because the, the this GameStop thing is ongoing. Right. Well, it, I mean, that would yeah. be interesting, right? I'm not sure that I would say this, but you could theorize it as enjoyment as transgression is right-wing enjoyment and, <laughs> and enjoyment as repetition is a kind of left-wing enjoyment. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just saying, I mean, huh. I don't think that Lacan would say that at all, but no. I do think it's interesting. You could, you could think of it in those terms, I think. That's pretty fascinating. Um, yeah. And it definitely, uh, yeah, that would. Le- I mean, I wonder what. <laughs> I wonder how Rick would answer that. That'd be a great, great question. Um, someone who, you know, who's a proponent them. of the Das Ding side, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. F- F- seven, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. really, really interesting. So, but, yeah. but it does, uh, regardless that uh, that uh, dimension to it. It, it uh, he absolutely moves from the the singular act toward the repetitive one, and I think that it, it might be. Um, well, I don't know. There could be something else at work here where the removing it away from the singular act also kind of moves it away from hysteria, right. you know, as, 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 right. as, as, as it, it like, maybe he doesn't want enjoyment to occupy the position of the hysteric. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's good. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. yeah. And then I think, I think we mentioned the seminar, seminar 16, the Lotra, Alunotra, uh, from the other to another, like mm-hmm. that from big other to a small other, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that seminar is the really the crucial. It's interesting. It's translated. It's sorry. It's out in French, but not translated not into in into English. Unfortunately, I think you can get the pirated Cormac Gallagher translation. Oh, okay. I think that's available online. Um, but but there, he it's pretty clear that or, or he's developing. He this is where uh, Slavoj makes a lot of the seminar because this mm-hmm. is where he links surplus value in Marx. Yes. Mm-hmm. To the concept, it's the first time he mentions the concept surplus jouissance, and he's not saying, "Oh, there's first this regular jouissance, and then there's a surplus jouissance." Instead, right. his point is, it's only as surplus jouissance that we have access to it. And I mm-hmm. think, I I really think that this is the key, this is the key articulation because what he's okay. linking, I think, is jouissance to excess. Mm-hmm. And I think if you mm-hmm. think about, like. I was thinking about this thing that people say, you know, like, I don't want to just survive. I want to live. Right. And when they say, I always, okay, it's like a cliche, right? But well, aren't they saying, I want to have my survival with living this excess added to it, this Mm -hmm. jouissance added to it, right? Mm -hmm. And I think if I don't have that, then the survival isn't even worth the trouble. And I, I kind of think that that's, if you think about it in terms of surplus, as like in the way that Marx Mm -hmm. did surplus value like if you the the capitalist has no desire to even sell the commodity if it doesn't have surplus value added to it because they can't turn a profit from it so mm-hmm. in the same way i think if you don't have surplus jouissance added to your existence there's no need to even go on so i i don't know yeah. i kind of like that way of thinking about it and then you can think about like what keeps you you think i i like the idea that your good or your self interest like that all is part of what keeps you going mm-hmm. and and then there's something in excess of that that is where jouissance is located so so what just key allows you to survive or what advances your self-interest there's no jouissance attached to that it's mm-hmm. only when you go beyond that that there's jouissance and, and that's why i think i think that explains both of these events we're going to talk about right like the GameStop mm-hmm. event it's completely excessive mm-hmm. there's no 
Like there, it's as you pointed out, it's in defiance of their self-interest. Mm-hmm. And then you have the Capitol riot, which also they end up in jail. That it's defying their so it's something excessive to that as well. So I, I really like that idea. That and and I think it's true. Then it makes it interesting that capitalism is the first epoch to really focus on this, make this excess central to its its continued survival. Right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. like isn't that funny that other like other other societies, pre-capital societies, they like dealt with the excess in some way, got rid of it, had little sacrifice, human sacrifice, whatever they did. Whatever, yeah. But but they didn't make it central to their survival, right? In the way that mm-hmm. capitalism does, like capitalism wouldn't even reproduce itself as a society if there wasn't this utilization of the excess attached to it. Yeah, and th- when. I think to to be clear, I don't know. I don't know if you want to introduce this idea of yours here because I think it's uh, pretty pretty fabulous that like you can. Um, well, this was a this was a part that this is a part that's me. So so maybe I'll, I'll say this part that like okay. you you can tell you can, you can tell by the Great Pacific Garbage Patch w- the enjoyment of capitalism is in this like useless excess, right? Right. Like like that's just that's what it is, and and that's not. Uh, that is not, you're right. That's not the case in, in, in pre-capital uh, society, but this is, I'm, I don't, I don't want to, um, I don't want to moonlight your point, which is, which um, uh, you said to me on the phone the other day about like how it, it is, it is the, the, the uselessness of it that creates the, uh, the, both the value and the enjoyment. Right, right. Right. And I think, I think it's, I think Lacan never, I think he's getting at that when he talks mm-hmm. about surplus jouissance, but he never fully like, properly, I think, lays that out. But I think this mm-hmm. idea that the jouissance is always in excess and that and the excess is is defined through its inutility. It's it's like it cannot be used, right? Mm-hmm. It's not, it doesn't mm-hmm. have any use value attached to it. And I think that's something that Marx helps us to understand the way capitalism depends upon creating these things that can't be used. And I, mm. I think, and, and that value lies in that. And I think if you think of, if you think of surplus value and then surplus jouissance together, then I, I think it, hel- it helps to make sense of what jouissance is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that, so then in, in a sense, like capitalism is using jouissance in a, much more integrally than any other uh, socioeconomic system, I don't think. I, I mean, I think. Well, I mean, I, I do, I, I, I agree with you. And I think that this is part of, uh, the, I think this is part of what, what undergirds some, uh, oh, I don't know, but either hesitance in the, at the best of times and just like outright, uh, derisive, uh, dismissal and rejection in the worst of times, um, the, uh, the, the push toward like socialist ideas and socialist practices in the U S is that I, I think people, they, they will, uh, they won't necessarily are articulated in this way, but they think, uh, they think the commies are coming for their enjoyment, and right, and, right. and 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 that's that's like, I I think, oh well, I don't know, like in a way, like I, I mean, is that not a good read on the situation? Uh, is it? Yeah, maybe they're right. Yeah, and, maybe they're right. And, I mean, in, in, a, in this, and I think isn't aren't all the objections to left wing like think about the way think about everybody's beef with with cancel culture or whatever it's called, sure. right? Mm-hmm. Like, like the, isn't the whole point that, or political correctness, isn't the point that I'm not going to be allowed this thing that's in excess yeah. 
of what's useful. I'm going to be reduced to pure utility. And I don't want to, I don't, and, and I think, I, I do think that there is a certain vision of communism mm-hmm. that does Im- envision things in that way, right? Like yeah. all, everything is reduced to, to pure utility. Well, this was, um, <laughs> there's a very, I mean, th- this was on Twitter, but it w- related to the GameStop thing is that somebody said that, you know, uh, Robin hood, w- w- the, the, uh, the app on uh, the, um, the trading, the retail trader app, um, will o- only let you buy one GameStop stock. Like they, like they were, uh, integral in like tanking the value. After right, 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 right. And someone on Twitter, they, they quoted, <laughs> they, 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 um, they said, this is, this is what life under communism is like. And then someone under that said, this is literally life under capitalism. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so, um, so anyway, the, I, I think the, the, that there is, so like kind of two things. I do think that there is like a good read happening where like, yes, like left, like left ideas are coming for, for your enjoyment, but isn't the, isn't the, um, the twist. I mean, I think this is what we're always like on about is that like the, where, where does the left position their enjoyment so that it's not, or, or like, so it's not just, we're taking, we're taking things away because then right, it right. feels like this to, um, to maybe people that you need to, to help push those, uh, those, I, uh, those ideas forward that it, it just doesn't seem like this, like, nope, we're getting rid of this, 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 and like, like th- make the turn t- toward the additive. And I think maybe, you know, it would be toward understanding uh, jouissance as, re- as relation and maybe right, toward right. understanding and a better understanding of enjoyment as like, of, as loss, right? Like, Oh, right, right. it's <laughs> this is so great. I don't, I can't do this thing simply anymore because it's pretty terrible for the environment. And you gotta love that, maybe. I don't right, know. Like, right. I, no, I think that's pretty good. Is, I think yeah. there's something to that, Ryan. I mean, yeah. I don't know that we can solve the, how to like how to forge a left wing enjoyment, but I, I, because I, I think the right is really better at enjoying than the left. Right. I just think it's a it's a, just a fact. Like they're better at mobilizing enjoyment than the left is, because and and I think the left, just like you're saying, often comes off as you're gonna steal my enjoyment, right? Yeah. Like that's mm-hmm, the, I think mm-hmm. that's just, that's all the time. Like that, I think that's. So the, it has to be, the, that's where it has to be this GameStop thing. It's like, yeah, we're going to do it and you're going to love it. You're right. Well, that, it. that's interesting. So <laughs> yeah. then you would actually enjoy the very loss of the enjoyment. Yes. Right? yes. Yeah. That would be that. That's, <laughs> well, that's an interesting way to think yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah. I think that that's, it reminds me, did you know this, this, this idea that, 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 um, what happened to Stalin when he took a course in economics? No, I don't know. Like I know this. No, he got terrible marks. Uh. <laughs> so, so that's the problem. I mean, that's the problem, right? That, yep. that, that, that Stalin wasn't. It's actually he wasn't able to understand Freud, right? That there, mm-hmm. the way there was no the failure to get how the how the how the, the that jouissance factor, that excess factor, mm-hmm. and I think I think thinking of it in excess makes it clear why the communist experiment failed, right? Mm-hmm. Like that it didn't. That it that by just producing what people needed, mm-hmm. there was that you left them bereft of the thing that made them want to go on. And I think a lot of people commented about that about living in a, the the former communist countries, right? That it mm-hmm. was that it was like you felt the really that you felt bereft of enjoyment. Mm. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. So how, so the uh, obviously that um, that needs to be that needs to be included in the in the progressive. 
enjoyment, the a dimension of enjoyment has to be like articulated in the founding, proffering, pushing of any kind of progressive. Right, but don't you yeah. think the problem is that it can't be directly addressed? I, I, yeah, no, right. Of like, that, isn't that the genius of we talked that when we talked about Mad Men and the the genius of the very first episode when that the doctor wants to advertise like cigarettes, use death drive to advertise cigarettes. And Don Driver's like, yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. Like, why not? Like, because that is really what people are enjoying when they enjoy a cigarette. They're enjoying the fact that it's destroying them. Why? But you can't make that conscious. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. So I, I think it's a really hard question. Like you can't just say like, Oh, Look, you can lose. Join the left. Like it's a, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> well, I don't, yeah, right? I feel like you went. Well, I don't know. I think we have a lot of lot of lines like this, like the the ABBA song Waterloo, right? Join the yeah. left. You feel like you win when you lose. You feel like or, you win when you lose. Yeah. Um, there's a great Jennifer just on cigarette smoking. Jennifer Egan has a really nice um, line in the um, uh, the story she wrote on Twitter, um, Black Box, that. Um, I forget what, what, what this is in relation to, but she says that like cigarette smoking, like it, it, like it feels as though it is life giving as it kills you. Yeah. And, and that, like that, that dimension to it, I I think even, well, I think that is true. If you think about life in the way that we were using the term, like life Mm -hmm. is what you have in excess of existence, then that's true. It is life giving. Yes. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're going to have to remind me. I have, I have, I think a perfect film lesson. Uh, for this. Oh, good. We're going to get good. to that later. Okay. So okay. what I want to, so I want to take us back to the, um, to, to Malaire because, so I think what's happened. He skips over this totally. Let's yeah, clear, exactly. Right? He skips over this totally. So, um, what does, so th- this would be my two prong question. What is he privileged and what does he move to? Uh, right. So, so, so he, we can complete so the survey. Hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Second question. Okay. Second question. Why does he do it? So that's, so anyway, that's it. Yeah. Interesting. So he yeah. does. He does so in his his reading of the seminar ten seminar eleven kind of jouissance. He calls it normal jouissance, but yeah. he does basically say the same thing we were saying, like this jouissance of of drive, and then and then he says he gets to then seminar seventeen, which is the seminar on the the four discourses, mm-hmm. and he describes it as discursive jouissance, mm-hmm. so that every discourse has its different form of jouissance. And and what's interesting here, and this is I think. To answer your question, why mm. isn't what he's doing? He's and even the term "normal." He's really normalizing. Mm. So Jouissance has this moment where it's transgressive in yeah. Seminar Seven, and mm. then for Miller, it becomes really normalized as he goes on. So it becomes discursive, mm-hmm. tied to Seminar Seventeen, and then the final one you mentioned it earlier is this Jouissance of the non-rapport, the Jouissance right. of the the lack of a sexual relation first articulated in seminar 18 then developed in seminar 20 and it's interesting that this notion of two different and there what's crucial for lacan is that there are two different forms of jouissance right there's mm-hmm. masculine right. or phallic and feminine and this first appears it's interesting so at first that idea that there are two different ones first appears in seminar 14 which i mentioned logic of fantasy and then and then it really gets developed in seminar 20 right mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. where we get this feminine jouissance identified with female orgasm, really, and phallic jouissance as he calls it the jouissance of the idiot, mm. right? So he that's an interesting so so his idea and and I think I think we should say that there are people that we both think are pretty smart that don't like to 
think of jouissance as divided in this way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and think I think so. this is our maybe our position collectively so as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think so. I think it's 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 um, I I think for me one of my uh, one of my guiding principles is comes from Lacan and Lacan's reading of Freud and the Drive, which is that one of the mistakes that um, analysts uh, made after Freud um, and in understanding the drive was that there was a drive for everything. There was a drive. There's a drive to uh, to, to 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 buy things. There's a right. dri- there's a, a there's a, a drive. There's a drive for sex, and that's separate from a drive. The aggressive drive. Exactly. For yeah. For other and there's mm-hmm. just like all these dri- for for however many objects or categories you could come up with. There was a drive particular to that, and Lacan says no. And there's just there there's just there's just drive, which is why he doesn't say uh, why he doesn't say death drive. Right. He he, he he right right. He actually breaks from Freud because he doesn't even allow for two separate drives. Right. There's only death drive. There's not well, death drive and eros for Lacan. Right right right. Which is why if you come to if you come to to Freud and you come to understand the drive through Lacan, it can seem a little weird when you when you read um uh, ple- uh pleasure principle and it's like wait so what is this like Thanatos and, and, you know, and Eros and, and like, how does it work? And I think, um, Alenka uh, Zupansic does a pretty good job of looking at, uh, that relationship and, and what is sex. I, I think yep. that she, she takes it on as part of her project and that to, to try to, um, bring those things together, like thinking through how, how Freud thinks to drive. But anyway, so, my, so that, so this move away from, uh, away from just like, multiplicity I, I i think is like a, a very strong um it, it's very important i i think if you're if you're uh, moving in a in the direction of a psychoanalytic theory like i don't I, th- I don't think making many uh options is is a necessarily a good idea which is why right. like i said this to you before even about uh, i know i know lacan is pretty convinced that he's got four discourses but i think he's got he's got four discourses that have that show different relations, uh, to, to, um, a, a master of some kind. Right. right. And, and, and right. so it, it, to me, that's the controlling idea there. It's not four discourses. It's like four different relations. And that's like the, and that's, that's the important one thing, uh, toward, yeah. uh, toward, toward another singular structure, which is, like, I, so which basically is your, your claim is really that, that, the turn to multiplicity is always ideological. Yeah, I, I would. I think I would say that. Yeah, I yeah. think I would. And and I and I think that is not. I, to me, I, I don't. I don't think that. I don't think that's where psychoanalysis sings. I think that's where. I don't think it's on. That's your, why the diagnostic manual is an ideological document, right? Yeah, like the, yeah. You know, it's, like it's, how many how many disorders can they just pile up, right? Like yeah. they just pile up more and more. I, and I don't. I don't think that. I, I think it puts psychoanalysis in a bad in a bad spot because I, I don't think that. I think any time, I think almost any time psychoanalysis moves to the multiple, and that's not the same as the two, which is the not two. You know, Lorenzo Chiesa has a really nice book on this. Yeah, um, the, and like the 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 idea of a split, obviously a split subject, and then this like the split between. This is why like Lacan said 
it doesn't have a, his theory of intersubjectivity is that there is no intersubjectivity. There's like, you don't have a relationship with another subject. You have a relationship with a partial object. You have a relationship with voice in the same way that you don't have a whole W H O L E relationship with yourself. You can't have a whole W H O L E relationship with another person. And I, and I right. think that's what psychoanalysis on really firm footing there and, and really interesting, like theoretical and philosophical terrain. I think when it moves to the multiple, I just think like, well, there's four discourses. Why aren't there five? I think like, right. if, you know, well, then there were five because right. Like, the, like he did, then he, he developed the capitalist discourse. Yeah, you're right. Afterwards. So you're right. Like so that, the, why, why is, why is there not a sixth, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. I think that I just think you get into, to, to, to trouble there. Well, and, this would and, be my and, critique of Badu as well. Like why yeah. are there four truth procedures and not five, right? Like yeah. the same, the same kind of thing, like any kind of, but okay, here's the, here's the yeah. counter argument. So I think sure. the counter argument, I agree with you, but here's the counter argument. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. That, yeah, yeah, let's work it through. Yeah, the counter argument would be that, like, that psychoanalysis is is totally invested in the eye of in 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 the notion of a, a sexual non-relation, right? Yeah. And so, there, ha- in order to express the non-relation, mm-hmm. you need a two, right, or you need a a not two, mm-hmm. and and so. Those how better to define the two mm-hmm. than in as not not as necessarily structurally, but as two different forms of jouissance, mm-hmm. right? So that's a way to get at. So it's the way to be dialectical, I guess, and avoid a monistic a, account of subjectivity. Sure. So that so yeah. that so that you don't just fall into like subject is just. Is, is has this structure and 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 there's and that's the only possibility. I see that, but isn't that? I mean, I know that you're, you're just presenting the. I was just presenting the, 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 case. the, the counter. Yeah. yeah, that's the yeah. case. I think then. I I think then, but the subject is never a monad, like that. And I, and I don't think that's how I don't think dialectics works that way, where you need you need two. Right. I don't. I, that, absolutely not. Right. Yeah. Like I think that's yeah. a. It's in a way, it's an interesting. I think Lacan isn't Hegelian enough at that mm. point, right? Like sure. the whole point of dialect, like that's why he, I think the key thing is to look at drive mm-hmm. and the way he says, how do you think of drive dialectically? Not by having Eros and death drive. Right, right, yes. Like yes. Freud does, mm-hmm. but by having just death drive and seeing how mm-hmm. in the very movement of death drive, it churns up this thing that seems like Eros mm-hmm. as a thing opposed to it. Yeah. Right. Like that through its own development, you get this thing that you identified as an opposing drive. But that's really a function of death drive itself. I mean, I think that's how Hegelian dialectic works. It's not like, mm-hmm. oh, there's these two opposing things mm-hmm. and then they come together and right. then you get a. I mean, of course not. Yeah. Right. You have a thing. It, it, you have a thing that is uh, that, that is split and it's in that, that is at it, odds with itself. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then mm-hmm. and then the new thing is generated out of, or the thing it's opposed to is generated out of its own internal opposition. Yeah. Right. And so I think, and so I well, think that's, that's, the uncon- that's the unconscious. That's why like, that's absolutely. why you don't, that's why you don't right. need a million different kinds of unconscious. That's why like you have an, a notion of the unconscious and then it's like it, what's there can differ, but you don't need different, you don't need different names. Like, like, right. you, like, right. like that's, that's why, again, that's, that's why, Freud was developed that idea of wild psychoanalysis. And he's like, look, you can't, this isn't just a handbook. And then you have people come in and you tell them, yep, yep. You've got a, you've, you've got Oedipus complex. And here is the, like, I'm not even, I can just hear it. And the first thing 
that you just said, and you go out and this is a treatment and that's it. And he's like, that's, that is not how this works. That like, and that for, for, for one, like, you know, you know, knowledge doesn't cure the symptom like that. Like, like this, is, it's a, it's a repetitive process. And I think they're like, I think psychoanalysis has so many of these, like these logics of how like a one is never a one. Right. And I think when it falls into that trap itself, I think is, is, um, is, is I, I, I don't really know why. I, yeah, I'd but like, okay, yeah. but I, I I think that I think that the isn't the idea though that to to try to I think what Lacan's getting at. So so mm-hmm. what we're saying is that his later I think we both think Malaire is is right about this enjoyment in jouissance of the non-relation in the last that that that's his formulation oh, in yeah. seminar twenty. Oh, he reads which is the seminar he told, I, it, Yeah, like the reading, I have no no problem with. Right, the reading is fine, but I think I think we both think that he 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 turns away from what I think both of us think is a more appealing idea of jouissance in this middle, more middle period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But either the Seminar 16 or the earlier jouissance attached to drive. And I, I think that, so So I guess what I would say, that, and so for, for Lacan, like the, 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 the notion of feminine enjoyment mm. is, is for him this enjoyment that goes beyond the phallic, structure right like he and i think in a way you could say he was seeking that even in seminar seven right so there's a there's a kind of continuity or a leap i guess from Mm -hmm. seven to 20 and then and then the woman becomes the figure who does who gets if if this enjoyment of das ding is is what we saw in the enjoyment of transgression like Mm -hmm. that becomes the kind of enjoyment that he attaches to femininity Mm -hmm. i think in seminar 20 though it's it's like enjoyment of the beyond right like that's what it i think that's what it is right like you're you're it's an enjoyment of the beyond of the phallus Mm -hmm. i think he even says that directly there is an enjoyment beyond the phallus right like that's and that's what he's talking about about feminine enjoyment yeah and so do we want (laughs) to do you want to get into like I think our hand check on this is that like I, mean, I don't know. Th- there's a way I, we were d- discussing this be- before. There's a way this might come off as 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 prudish, but I but I, I don't mean it that way. But like I think the focus and there's a lot of focus in in a lot of writing on on feminine sexuality and, and female orgasm. Like I I think it literalizes enjoyment in a way that I yeah. don't think helps that idea. And I also think it just is a part of it just ends up being like a part of uh like male fantasy and it's like you found this thing that's literally inaccessible to you and then that's the beyond i think that's a little convenient and not very rigorous and theoretical um and yeah and and i and i also and also just in a like I've been in classrooms like this does not go over well in 2021. Like it doesn't, it doesn't help. Uh, well, that psych- could, I mean, that could be an argument for it though. I guess it's, <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Definitely. But I think that the problem is that it, it is, as I just said, it's not that it, the problem isn't that it, talk, that it, it, it deigns to discuss a, a sexuality that's not male uh, sexuality or male pleasure. That's not the problem. The problem is it is literalized in what, in, in an imagined kind of, female enjoyment that's what that's what i think the that's where the where the problem lies yeah that's interesting i mean so what do you what do you do with this like and so it it stems from i think the formulas of sexuation right like that's Mm -hmm. where he gets the idea that the that he identifies with woman with the not all and thus with this enjoyment of the not all because and and he does it's like and and so it's an enjoyment 
of it's he calls it the other jouissance, right, or mm-hmm. the jouissance of the other. So it's so it's it, it, it's not it's beyond the phallus, but it's not beyond the other, right? Like it's not. Sure. So I, I, so I don't know. It's interesting that he's not. Yeah, I don't know. I, well, I just I, I I really just think it's the the I don't. I mean, we talked about the formulas of sexuation before. I don't think the formulas of sexuation are the problem. I think the problem is the 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 the, the move that happens. I, I think it's just it's very very easy to elide into suddenly um, enjoyment has actually a definitive object, and the definitive object is, uh, is 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 female enjoyment, or really actually what what it really is is what men think female enjoyment is like. And, 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 yeah, and I, that, I, yeah, I hear, that, I hear you on that. I hear yeah. you on that. And I, I also think the other problem is right in the middle of that seminar, you know, he talks about the Bernini statue of Saint, of the mystic St. Mm-hmm. Teresa, right? Like, and, 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 and I think this, this apotheosis of mysticism is a, is a huge problem. Like this, mm-hmm. this idea of like, because what are you, what are you, what are you identifying in mysticism as the site of enjoyment, right? Like, yeah. what does the mystic do? Well, the mystic is able to, what, to tr- to find a kind of transcendence mm-hmm. out of the bind that everybody else is in, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the, mm-hmm. and and I, I I think that what's so great about the earlier formulation is that the excess is included within, yeah, this bind that everybody's in, right? Like that's yeah. the like it's and it, even even the notion of surplus value, like that is an I that's a value created imminently, mm-hmm. right? It's not this. It's not a. It's not a like a, a direct connection to the transcendent, which I think is what he, I think is what he is getting at in, in uh, in seminar twenty with with feminine jouissance, especially mm-hmm. when he identifies it with mysticism, which, you know, made me a little. That makes me immediately wary. Yeah, yeah. I think that um, when you know, at some point, we're gonna do at least one episode on on Jung, but you know, we want to do some work on that uh, uh, separately because I've I've only read I've only read some once, and I and I think you've read more, but also only once. So we want to work well, on plus that. Plus a long time ago. A long so time I, ago. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I get more familiar, but um, but I think that's the that ends up moving into the the territory of, uh, of, of Jung is when you start talking about like, you know, uh, like a, like a myst- like mystical kinds of connections and mystical kinds of enjoyment. And it's not, there's not, it's not, um, Oh, I don't know. It, it isn't so much that it's, uh, that it's wrong. It just is like, it ends up being this kind of tautology where like you've predecided this thing is, is beyond, and then when you talk about it, it ends up being the beyond. And I think right. that, that right. is, is like no, that's a, little, good. a little bit of an issue too. Yeah. yeah. I just, I feel like, I mean, this is where I think there's a Hegelian corrective to Lacan because yeah. Hegel's whole point is like, yes, we can access the transcendent through the everyday, right? Yeah, like that's yeah. his whole, so that's, I mean, he's the great, I think, anti-mystical thinker because he's, he's so concerned with the way in which we have to go through the everyday to get to the transcendent. And I think that's, mm-hmm. I think that, like, like, I think Lacan's looking for a kind of shortcut when he gets to feminine, this idea that he's developing a feminine jouissance attached to mysticism. Or maybe he thought that was actually what he was talking about in Seven, because that is the... In, I, it's interesting, know. and you you said this to me before, that there there is a 
that our friends that like Seminar 7, they also like Seminar 20. Yeah. And mm-hmm. those of us who are a little bit skeptical of Seminar 7 are also, I think, a little bit skeptical of Seminar 20. So that's a, it's an interesting kind of... And, I, you know, Slavoj almost never talks about... He talks about enjoyment more than anything. Mm-hmm. But he almost never uses this idea of feminine enjoyment, right? Yeah. Like occasionally yeah. he does, but, but, but very rarely, because I think he sees the, the I, I don't, it seems like a trap to me. And I think, I think your yeah. point about the way it's invested in a kind of idealization mm-hmm. of female orgasm, which is, it's interesting. I mean, I think that's how I would re-theorize what he calls phallic jouissance, right? Mm-hmm. Like it is precisely that, that investment in, like it's the fantasy of, of, of female jouissance. I yeah. Think. Like that is the, that's the phallic, that's what phallic jouissance is always after. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that that's, well, right. And then that just, I, I think that you, that's just a hop, skip and a jump to like a mystical kind of position. Right. Like it's just, right. Right. So, right. um, so I, I think to, uh, what our, I guess um, our, our take and like in moving through, like this is what, you know, Lacan does. And this is how, like how I think we tend to think about enjoyment and, and how it has its, um, I don't know, this, this, the strong, both, both um, like the strongest force and also like the most kind of consistency is, is in this, like um, the repetitive enjoyment of the, of, of this, like this excess that is, uh, in what would Hegel call it? What he would say, he would say unessential. Would that be yeah. his phrase? Yeah. 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 So, or, or uh, inutile, un, unuseful, like, unuseful. like it's not useful, right? Yeah. Like you can't, it's not help. And, and, and it's, I think it's actually through the sacrifice of the useful or the good that you find that excess, mm-hmm. you know, that that's the path to it. Yeah. And I think, um, I mean, for, for, for me, uh, and of course, as uh, everyone take a drink, as Joan Kopchak taught me, uh, <laughs> the um, there's there's a dimension to jouissance always that is to your detriment, uh, right, and right. and that and I think that also that idea like that that gets like that cuts completely against this, like this, like mystifying of like a feminine enjoyment. And like, and jo- Joan is a big, like she, of course, I mean, if you've read, read my desire, like, I mean, she, um, and maybe this is probably why I think this, that like that the, uh, the development of the formula is sexuation and then the like kind of prizing like literal, uh, feminine, uh, sexual enjoyment are like are two separate things. And, on right. the, and, and, right. and that, and she's firmly on the side of the, of the, um, formula structure. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that, that's, I don't know. Um, how would you put it in a sentence, Todd? What, what we're trying to, what we're trying to support in that in, in enjoyment is, so we get to the definition at the end rather than the beginning. Right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that enjoyment is what is in excess of what is good or useful arrived at through the sacrifice of what is good or useful. Mm, that's excellent. I so love it. I'm, I love yeah, it. I, I think, think that, that that's, that's, whether that's totally in Lacan or not, but I think it's, I, th- I just think it's the right way to understand enjoyment. So if Lacan mm-hmm. thinks that that's good for him, but, but uh, if he doesn't, then we think yeah. he should have. Mm-hmm. 
Right? So uh, yeah. I got a little I got a little problem for you. So oh, you or a little I think a little instance of enjoyment. So okay. Okay. so Julia Kristeva mm-hmm. was walking in Paris. She was walking her dog in Paris, and okay. she just lets the dog defecate on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. And a cop comes up to her and he says, "Like, what are you doing? You can't." She goes, "Whatever, I don't care." And so the cop writes her a citation, and 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 she she doesn't pay the fine. And then she's next day, next couple or a week later, whatever she's walking the dog again and the cop says what do you and defecates again on the ground she doesn't pick up the feces just leaves it there uh-huh. cop says you look you can't do that and this is the second time i've had to ask you you do it again i'm going to take you to take you right to court and she goes okay whatever and she just walks away and she comes, happens a third time a week later uh-huh. and the cop says okay this time i'm taking you right to the judge uh-huh. and they said that the, they, they go right to the floor of the judge and the judge goes Look, I'm gonna. What's your problem, Madame Kristeva? Objection, Your Honor. <laughs> there we go. Okay. I can't believe you did. <laughs> so, just to give you the background, Ryan you had the Ryan had the punchline for a We've joke. We've been doing. Let's just like break from regularly scheduled program for a second. Todd and I've been trying to come up with. Todd and I've been trying to come up with like theory jokes. Like 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 new theory jokes, and um, I came up with that punchline. Objection, Your Honor, and I I was like, you you work on the setup, and so I had to do everything to not laugh. <laughs> I can't believe that was your setup, and I and I, and honestly, I also can't believe how long the setup went on for you to do that. But I think I hope the punchline was worth it for folks. Um, well, so, so we, yeah. so so, but is this is this for serious? Is the uh, the the problematic of, of abjection? Are you, are you actually raising that with us? No, 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 you're no, not. No, okay, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's that's maybe no, but I don't know. Maybe that helps the point. It does. Right. I was I was thinking it actually did fit in. That's why I brought it up. So, yeah. yeah, I did think it, there is something because isn't what Chris Dave is doing mm-hmm. just leaving this excess in that gets in the way? Like people step in it, it stops their <laughs> progress to go to work. You know, like it, I think this is really funny that you what you just said was what Chris Dave is doing. In, well, in the joke, was, yeah, in the joke you made up. So anyway, just continue. <laughs> <laughs> but what she's doing in my joke is that she's. <laughs> She's like disrupting, like there is enjoyment in mm. that, right? Like mm-hmm. even though it's it's just a mechanical process for the dog, yeah. but her response to that process gums up the works oh, of the Parisian yeah. street, right? Or like, and, and, you know, you get it on your shoe. It takes forever to get off. Oh, the Claremont know. streets. People just do this all the time. Yeah, they, it's just they, horrible. It's yeah. horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so that's, so, and what, but what, what you get stuck in your shoe is there. Is there a jouissance? Yeah, 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 right? yeah. That's really, really nice. That's yeah. really nice. Anyway. I like that as not the, uh, it's not the, not the bone in the throat. It's the shit on the shoe. The shit on the shoe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Okay, yeah. so what's you have the lesson today, right? Oh yeah, I had the film. So the thing you were, um, you you mentioned that like I don't want to survive, I want to live. That is the climactic line of uh, Disney Pixar's Wall-E, when the uh, ship captain who's been living this like uber capitalist. Uh, like ex- excessive life finally right. learns about earth and wants to bring everyone from this like low stakes, e- like easy pleasure life to a very hard like <laughs> life on earth. That is just, it, it's livable. Now there's, there's plants growing, but it's just covered in trash. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, so anyway, I think that like um, where like the movie, the movie ends, I, I think interestingly, like it ends on this, like, I don't know, this like kind of like liberatory note of like, you know, humankind coming back to earth, but like, it's very much like um, they, they gave up, um, <laughs> they gave up paradise and they moved to a parking lot. Like that's, that's like, right. That's, that's, that's why I love that's, that. Yeah. 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 The reverse great. Joni Mitchell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the reverse, so the don't listen to big Mitchell. yellow taxi. Watch Wally. Watch Wally. That's the awesome. lesson. <laughs> All right. Over and out, Ryan. Over and out, Todd.